I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spoiler warning. Ooh, I know there's a lot of people that haven't gotten around to watching regarding Henry yet. So if you don't want that spoiled... Um, we are spoiling the whole thing from that twist 15 minutes in all the way to the end. We are going to be talking about every plot point. So uh, regarding spoilers, we're doing them. That's your spoiler warning. Otherwise, enjoy. Peace. I hate the word. I Hello everyone and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama. This is a podcast where each week myself and my friend Zach have a chat about something that John Leguizamo has been in. Who's John Leguizamo? How dare you ask such a question? John Leguizamo is the best character actor in the entire world. And we like to watch his movies and his TV shows and even his commercials. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, uh, as you probably know by now. Are you fucking it up now on purpose to make me feel better about myself? That wasn't fucking it up. I thought that, I genuinely, (laughs) excuse me. I just didn't, I, I forgot that I was on intro. So I was just fucking going with it. Did you think that that was a fuck up? I think by, you know, Mish three months ago standards, you would have gone me for that intro. No, I wouldn't have gone you for that intro because you would never have done that. What you would have done would have been like, hello, um, Zach, and uh, there's movies with uh, John. Mine was concise. It was to the point, and I even added your infamous Michelle Brazier, ha, 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 at the end. What's the infamous Michelle Brazier? Michelle Brazier often, ha, 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 ha. She does it a bit. Oh, okay. Okay, great, yeah. Anyway. No, um, carry on. I didn't think that that was a fuck up. (laughs) Oh, no, this is... Now you've just told me I'm a fuck-up. Now we've gotten off to a bad start. No, I just... I I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. Who would have thought that an episode of a podcast about the movie regarding Henry could have been... could have been bad? Should... should, We should... should, Didn't we learn anything? Why are we being so uh, negative and... and I'm not being negative. No, I am. I'm being so negative. I've, I've attacked you... For the quality of your work. Yeah. Um, when what I, I should learn to appreciate the simple things in life. Hmm. Um, like As what? I learnt in the film regarding, regarding Henry. Henry. Yeah. I'm, do you want me to just jump in? Do you want me to just do the intro? I mean, we could. I didn't do the whole standard. I'm Mish from this. And That's fine. Go. That's fine. Because I interrupted. Get ready for some very angry listeners. Do you want to do it? Do you nah, have one? Nah, I've lost the flow. Now I just think I'm a piece of shit. Oh, stop you've done it. and you've done that. This negativity will not serve us well. We're doing a live show tonight, and I'm going into it feeling really bad about myself because oh, of you. Oh, stop it! You've attacked every intro I've done for the last two years. I haven't attacked. 
You've said, I have merely passed on messages from our loyal listeners. I know that we get dozens of messages. Dozens. Dozens. And you always pick the one or two that serve your narrative. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. And I'd like to do a quick shout out to everyone out there who serves my narrative every week. <laughs> Thank you so much. I do read them and I do appreciate them. I just want everyone listening to know that, you know, we're riffing. We, Me and Mish just had a great, like, hour and a half long D&M um, when we should have been recording the podcast. Mm. Um, we had an hour long D&M just about life, all things. Which is why I think, considering I opened up my heart to you for an hour and a half, the fact that you would open the podcast by criticizing me yeah. in such a way no, well, what, is so rude. What I was trying to say is mama and papa aren't fighting, guys. We're no. not fighting. We were just riffing. Mm. Um, mama and papa just need a little bit of space. <laughs> <laughs> no, mama and papa are in a really Daddy's good place. Daddy's been sleeping on the couch because he snores, kids. <laughs> and we're not actually, because they're fighting. <laughs> we're actually in a really good place. Mm. Um you know, and uh, and I, I just want to apologise to you, Mish. I want oh. to apologise to our listeners and I want to apologise to Tom who has to edit this. Um, we're not fighting. I just took a dig early on um, and Mish is going to be funny about it for the entire podcast and tonight's live show. Yep. <laughs> no, no. Um, Mish, please carry on with your introduction. <laughs> Um, as you might know, my name is Mish, yeah. uh, and you might know me from such things as being deeply hurt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by Zach Ruane's comments approximately 90 seconds ago. Great, yeah. And I'm joined, as always, by who I thought was my friend, mm-hmm. Zach Ruane, who you might know from. Zach Ruane, who you might know from... Um, co- <laughs> Go on. Doing a podcast with his... Friend Mish, uh, doing a podcast with a co-host who can dish it out with intro <laughs> criticisms but can't take it. That's how you might know Zach. Yeah. Who's <laughs> it's one of my deep flaws, actually. I'm very good at dishing it out, but I'm not so great at taking it. We're two people that are good at dishing it out but not so great at taking it. Yeah. And I think that's that's always the role of the dice with the Mish and Zach um, podcast, you know, it's, 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 I think our brand is, is fun, positivity, good times, mm-hmm. unless one of us misunderstands the other person's comment and then, and then just, is shitty about it yeah, for an hour. Yeah. And then it's, and then following that one hour of shittiness, it's about four hours of discussion as to what just happened yeah. and why we feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think that we could probably just launch into talking about. Yeah. I feel in that. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Because I'm really curious. We we uh, Mish has stopped messaging me what she thinks of the movie as she's watching it. That was a conscious decision after I watched this movie. I was like, I, I was so close to messaging you a one sentence of what I thought of this film. Yeah. But I was like, no, no, I want to hold off because I'm interested to know what Zach thinks of this movie. And I uh, I came in and before our hour and a half long discussion about, um, you know, the times we live in and all of the just big D&Ms. Mish said, what did you think of regarding Henry? And I said, Mish, mm. let's save it for the podcast. So Save it for the podcast. It's a real treat to not know what Mish thinks. And I really don't know what Mish thinks because me and Mish have quite different tastes sometimes in mm. films, particularly of the 1990s variety. It's true. All right, here's my intro. It's pretty copy-pasted, but, you know, see how we go. 
In what can only be described as the most they really don't make movies like this anymore movie I've seen in the last <laughs> five years, Regarding Henry is a mid-budget 90s drama that tells the story of Henry, played by Han Solo and Indiana Jones, a successful lawyer who has been afflicted with amnesia. He tries to rediscover his identity and career with the help of his wife and daughter. Johnny Legs plays the damn fool that shot him. Wow, that was so concise. Thank you. That was good. Thank um, you so much. Maybe a little too concise. I didn't talk about the fact that, like, the rebuilding. I thought I'd copy-pasted another th- thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd copy-pasted the yeah, Wikipedia. Was, Clearly I've copy-pasted the Google description. Yeah, that was quite short. Um <laughs> But very concise. I think you guys can all kind of get an understanding of what this movie was about. So I'll actually say a little more. I feel like I wasn't clear enough. Basically, Harrison Ford, um, when Harrison Ford was doing dramas that, I don't know, very different time. They really don't. And I want to talk about that. Harrison Ford plays a slimy defense lawyer who's very, very wealthy. Mm. um, And he does it by, like, crushing the little guy. He gets shot in the head. Think about Scrooge. Think Scrooge. Think Scrooge from a, a, from a Muppet's Christmas but Scrooge, Carol. Scrooge, but a Scrooge that somehow got Annette Benning. Yeah, I scored a 1991 Annette Benning. Yeah, you know, so that's the sort of that's the sort of Scrooge we're talking about. Mm. So, and then he gets shot in the head by John Leguizamo <laughs> in his film and debut. Let's just no, 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 not his film debut. His film debut was Die Hard. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Let's just be very clear. When Zach said shot in the head, that's not a joke. (laughs) Indiana Jones was shot in the head by Chi-Chi Rodriguez in a convenience store. Uh, And then then he becomes all sorts of, uh, like, um, trying to win an Oscar. And then... um, he and then it's it's a whole story about them growing as a family. Well, yeah, because he gets brain damage. He gets very bad brain damage and also like motor damage. And yeah. it's about him refinding himself. And what's so interesting is that he used to be a cunt and it just took a bullet to the frontal lobe and all of a sudden, really nice man. As a cunt with a fucked frontal lobe, I can say with authority. Yeah. That cunt or not cunt has nothing to do with frontal lobe. No, no. My frontal lobe is so strong and full of cunt that not a bullet could remove said cunt. <laughs> but in in Harrison Ford's case, all it took was a little bullet to the brain and now he's a very nice person with ethics. I will say my first thought, I've got a couple of thoughts, I've got a couple of little notes, not a lot. Um, cause I just watched it and I'm going to chat about it with you for an hour, but I will say, uh, up the top Mishwitch up my, uh, my first thought was what a relief to have unlike, what was the romantic comedy we watched a few weeks ago? Uh, the one the the star's son. Star, star son. is also, a, the sun is also a star. Sun is also a star featured. A comparable amount of Johnny Legs, like maybe three times as much Johnny Legs. He maybe had three scenes. I'd say quite a bit. I mean, if you actually think about how much Johnny Legs was in, is it regarding Henry or disregarding Henry? Regarding (laughs) Regarding Henry. Disregarding Henry. Disregarding Henry. (laughs) I wish it was disregarding Henry. Um, Johnny Legs had minimal amount to do with this film, except what an impact. 
Well, I mean, he propelled the story forward. Mm. And and we rarely see that in, in a Johnny Legs mm. character. Johnny Legs often uh, is there while the story propels. Mm-hmm. But he rarely is the impetus. But what I'll say is I reckon he may, he did less than a week on both of this and Sun is also a star. I think he did a yes. day on this shooting or a night shoot. Mm-hmm. And I think he did maybe three days on Sun is also a yes. star. What a relief or how nice it is for me considering the framing of this uh, project when that day of shooting is at the start of the film, not the end of the film. Mm. Because I was watching Sun is Also a Star and the whole time I'm just like, where the fuck is Johnny Legs? Yes. Why the fuck am I watching this movie? Mm -hmm. Where the fuck is John Leguizamo? These charismatic, beautiful leads are fine, (laughs) but I can find charismatic, beautiful leads anywhere. Mm. I only want one charismatic, beautiful lead. And that's John Leguizamo. And that's John Leguizamo and he's not in it. Whereas in this... He's in it 20 minutes in and yeah. then he's gone and it's like, I don't think we're seeing him again. Well, yeah, I thought to myself like, oh, my God, maybe he'll come back. Maybe it'll be like, you know, they caught him. Yeah, but that never, like I thought maybe there could be a scene in a jail mm. between Harrison Ford and John Leguizamo. It's like, why'd you do this, man? You ruined my life. And Johnny Legs had been like, I'm just trying to get by on the streets. <laughs> yeah, but no. But no, that scene, was I don't know if it might have been cut. But I don't think it was written into the scripts by Mike Nichols. <laughs> no, Mike. No, J.J. Abrams wrote it. And my, Oh, J.J. Abrams wrote it. Wrote it. Wrote it. He did a little white on it. <laughs> he did it. a little tiny whitey whitey. And then M- Mike Nichols directed, directed it. it. Okay. Um, Mike Nichols, who also directed Ghost. And The Graduate? No. Did I did I get that wrong? I don't know, but a, but Whoopi Goldberg cried heaps when Mike Nichols died. Oh, that's sad. I love Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, same. We could talk about Whoopi Goldberg till the bloody... Apparently she likes guns or something. Every what? time I say I love Mike, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, people are like, no, nah, I, I get a bit of a, like, people are like, no, nah, she likes guns. And I'm just like, yeah, but she's really good at acting. Yeah. <laughs> Trish Mark. Um, Mike Nichols, Second City, what has he done? He did, I'm Googling him. Mm-hmm. He's a theatre director. He did uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, yeah. He did do The Graduate. Well done, Zach. Uh, it's literally because I Googled him last night when I started oh, okay. watching Regarding Henry. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to own that. I'm, I'm not pretty gonna... sure. Wait, did I get it wrong with the Mike Nichols? We should really do some more research, hey? No, I think, uh, what did he do? He did Wolf. He did Closer. Oh, I love Closer. No, actually, I don't think I do. Closer is one of those movies where I believe it is as good as the original piece that was written, which was the play. I don't know. I think I disagree. I think it feels like a play. Well, maybe that's why I liked it so much. But to me, it is just as good as the play. I think that it's... I think the casting was... Superb. Superb. I honestly think that the movie Closer, I fucking lapped that shit up in my first year of acting school. I loved the movie Closer. Have you seen it since then? No. I'd be, I don't know, because I I haven't watched it in a long time either. Yeah. But I, I, from memory, it's a little like theatery and it's not like. But I love theatre. That's true. You love love the written word. I love the written word. Um, so yeah, no, we, let's back to regarding Henry. We don't, we see John very, very early on 
and then we don't see him again. He's gone. So we have the rest of the movie, which is not a short film, for a 1991 drama where they often ran for an hour and 20 minutes to an hour and a half. This was an hour and 50. Yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, I watched it in two parts. I watched the first half and then I fell asleep and then mm-hmm. I watched the second half this morning, um, which I think got in the way of it a little bit. I think it was really meant to be like a, a watch in one go because there was lots of callbacks in the second mm. half. Um I'd love to know what you thought of it if you want to go down that path, Mish. We can. Um, so I have, and I, I give Johnny Legs full credit for this or this podcast, I have created, no, I not created, I have re-found, <laughs> what's the word? Rediscovered. I have rediscovered. <laughs> I, have, I have re-found my love for early 90s cinema. Yeah, great. Particularly with thrillers. Yeah. And horrors. Yeah. Love that. And I'll even lap up a delicious early 90s drama from time to time. Mm -hmm. So when we put, when it was set down on paper slash in the Excel doc that we have created for this podcast, that we were going to watch an early 90s drama called Regarding Henry, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's let's bring it on. I've never heard of it before. Mm. And I think I understand why. Yeah. I have never watched a movie that is so straight to VHS in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I Look, what a cast. And during, okay, this movie was made in 1991. Harrison Ford was very much an established actor. Yeah. So what a find. They then pull in Annette Benning, who was an established actor but not as famous as she is now. Delightful in the early 90s, right? Really easy to watch, beautiful. I found this movie... For lack of a better word, dull. It's And considering know, if someone told me what it was about yeah. and they said it's about Indiana Jones getting shot in the face in a convenience store, yeah. forgetting completely who he is, having no idea who Annette Benning is even though they've been married forever, and he goes from being a total pure cunt to a lovely man in a polo shirt. Well, he doesn't quite get there. That's one criticism. <laughs> like, oh, we're ending on him, like, still, like, still I'm like, not a bit this sure. is still, like, uh, yeah. there's a lot of journey that has to happen that, here. That storyline is, like, so mish at 9pm on a Friday when mm. she wants to just, like, fucking relax with yeah. a big cup of hot chalky. Hot cup of joe. Hot cup of joe. That's, that's it. But I was just like, this is shit. And if I honestly believe, <laughs> not shit. It was no. It was shit. You're allowed to say that. Right. I, 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 uh, I have decided my personal brand is always trying to find the positive in an artwork. Yeah, but I don't have to do. But that, that doesn't have to be the Leguizamo Rama brand. Okay, it's not that I thought it. Like no, truthfully, the best word. I, it was dull. It was very dull for what it was and for who they had. It was dull. Johnny Legs' scene was the most interesting, but also there was some like. And I don't even care if it was made in the early 90s. There was some weird, wavering ethical shit in this film as well. Um, I just thought it was just odd. And Which is the ethical stuff. The but... money stuff. And like, yeah, 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 I get that. Like, like it was just, I, I just thought it was a bit dull. And I was like, oh, this could have been. And you could just, God, Harrison Ford wanted that Oscar. God, he wanted it. He thought he this was his this was his Oscar at the very least, Golden Globe winning performance. Mm. And uh, it's 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 um well you've 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 given me so much to unpack there. In and I'd my also res- like to in just, my rebuttal, just very quickly. Yeah, I'd also please. like to add that it is very odd 
watching someone like deal with brain damage when it's Indiana Jones. I, 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 and he, I just don't think he did it very well. I'm just going to say that. I don't think he did it very well, and I'm backing it. Wow, out. you really uh, – <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, golly. Okay. So I almost need to take notes. That was such a big um, – was such a big uh, – I don't want to say rant because it wasn't. It was very considered. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a considered argument. I don't think I disagree. I think what I find really interesting about this film is, like, legit, like, the – it the, you, they just do not make movies like that anymore. No. And I was like, often when I say that, right, it's often around thrillers and it's around like, I'm like, they don't make movies like this anymore. Mm. But usually when I say that, it's like, yeah, but they do make TV series like that. This film, I don't think they make TV like this anymore. I think that they do make movies like this, but they're those weird hallmark movies yeah. That are on at midday. But that's what I mean is those movies existed then, right? Mm. What I'm talking about is a drama, a character-driven drama with good actors mm. and a good director and a aspiring writer that's not really going for the Oscar yeah, except for Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was. Yeah, like it's really gunning. only acting categories. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going for a screenplay Oscar. It's not going for I don't think. It's just like this, and maybe I'm wrong, but it, it, it's like this mid-budget drama mm. that's there, that's not trying to change the world and not trying to win awards and not trying to win a, make a huge amount of money. Mm. It's just like it comes out. I don't know when it came out, but it's it's not in the big cinema. Mm. It's such a it's such a strange thing to watch. And now. who would you go see this movie with? Like, let's just say hypothetically, it comes out in the cinemas, right? Regarding Henry, is this something you go see with your partner? You don't take your kids. You do go you see know, it with your friends, or is this one of those movies you go and see by yourself? Do you know what category? Uh, do you know what I think the closest thing to it now is? It's the things with like dames in it, like uh, the Last Marigold Hotel. That's sort of the genre that has taken its place. Safe and sad. Just safe and and, and not even that. Just like just just really safe cinema. Just like not nice, I guess. Like. It's hard to describe. It's a weird thing to watch. Like, it's a weird thing to watch this, like, drama. Like, for me, it's like you, like, now, if you're making a drama, you're, like, doing it to win awards. Mm. You're doing it to, like, fucking shake shit up. Mm. Like, it's weird to see a drama that's not setting out to, like, fuck you. Does that make sense? Yes, that does make perfect sense. Like, it's not funny. It's not a funny movie. Mm. Uh it's 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 sweetly romantic, but it's not like romantic. No, it's it's not a romance. It's a drama, mm. but it's it's not like trying to hit you. Do you know what it Do you is? You know what I mean? No, this is what it is. It's when you go into a bookstore and there is a big wooden tub of ten dollar books. They're yeah. all just in there, random selection. You could stick your hand in really far and pull out regarding Henry. It's yeah. just one of those things that was written, maybe a Mills and Boone that kind of just, just went unseen. That's exactly what it is. But also like DVDs, videos. Like it was a video. Like I mm. could see like 
It's the most straight to VHS movie I've ever seen. But I would almost say, like, it's not even straight to VHS. For me, it's like what I would say is straight to Cinema 4 because both cinemas I ever worked at, right, there was always – there was seven cinemas in both – well, one had 14, but on one side there was seven cinemas. There was a hallway. You came up, I ripped your ticket, and there was a hallway, right? Did you let people in for free? Friends and stuff? Yeah. No, I did not. Really? No, they were. They Would you, were way what if too there was? What if there was a group of of bad boys that were mm. going to see a movie? Would you check them all? Do I check their check it tickets? I checked everyone's tickets. That what if they're like, job. I don't want to give you the ticket, little cunt? I'd say, well, you can't come in. What if they're like, we're coming in anyway? I'd call security. And what, call if push, what if they pushed past you, ran? I had that happen to me when I was fifteen years old. Yeah. And I called security. What if they cried? I'd go, are you okay? What if they were like, no, nah, I'm really not, man. I'm having a really hard day. I'd say, do you need me to call someone? I'd just be like, I just need a hug. Uh, yeah, I'd give them a hug. Would you? Tell- yeah, well, then, yeah. What now if I'm they were like, like, psych, cunt, and then they stole your wallet? I'd, I wouldn't have my wallet on me on shift. Like, At most, they could steal my Eclipse mints. They stole your Eclipse mints. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. And then kicked you in the shins. They're dead. They're dead to me. Yeah, are they? Would you then call security again? No, they're dead. They're dead, you'd the kill them. The last thing I want is security finding out that I killed a, a rat bag kid. Who stole your Eclipse mints. Who stole my Eclipse mints. And then what if their friends saw you kill them and they were like, hold they're, on a they're second. All dead. They're all dead You've too. killed all so four of them. So what I would do is like they've stole my Eclipse mints. I elbow the first one in the face, right? I okay. elbow and then so they're, they're like out. They're, they're like, knocked out, right? They're, they're not dead though. They're not dead yet because then. Right in between the eyes? Yeah, and then I get out my knife, which I'd be holding in my boot. I'd get out So my you're not knife. allowed to have your wallet on shift, but you can have a knife. They don't know about the knife. Oh, okay. It's in my boot. Oh. It's in my Doc Martin boot. So I lift up my leg, I pull out Were you the wearing knife. Doc Martens at 15 too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The reason I wear Doc Martens now, mm. this is an aside, but the reason I wear Doc Martens now is because when I was like 15, I was like, when I'm an adult, I'm going to have like a whole bunch of Doc Martens and I'm only going to wear Doc Martens and I'm going to be like, and I'm going to build my look around it. And it was my dream. I haven't done it yet, but I want to start doing it. It's a 30 it. degree day and you're still wearing to Doc To have Martins. a collection of Doc Martens. Yeah. And, I, and I, it's, it's my one little, I owe it to 15 year old me. Mm. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm I, like, I don't care. Ebbs and flows of fashion. I'm going to wear my Doc Martens. Funnily Martins. enough, that's the same with me and my bleached hair. Yeah. That's the exact same thing because I wanted to bleach my hair. My mum was like, no, I'm not going to pay for a full because I wanted white. I wanted like I think Agnes Dean, when Agnes Dean was a big deal, I wanted Agnes Dean's hair and I wanted to bleach it. Mum's like, you're not bleaching it. I'll get a bleach for you on your 18th birthday or some bullshit. And I was like, one day I'm going to have a fucking white blonde bob haircut and I fucking did, and I've been dying at white blonde ever since, except for one stint where I went brunette for about eight weeks, and it was a big mistake. I don't even remember, even remember that. It was when I was in first year. I was living with you when I went brunette. Oh, well, that's so long ago. Oh, my God, I'm getting a call. Who is it? How unprofessional, I don't know. Oh. Uh, it was anyway, a number I don't recognise. That's we, the worst thing I've ever done. That's the most unprofessional thing I've ever I would ever say done. the worst thing you've ever done is kill a cunt for stealing your Eclipse mints. So you've elbowed his mate in the face. You've pulled a knife out of your dock. Oh, I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling this as much anymore because we went on our little Doc Martin uh, rant. But basically, I was just going to describe like how I would kill every twelve year old trying to sneak into a cinema. All right, what would you like to talk about then, Zach? <laughs> Uh, cinema four. I'll just okay. get because we were like we're, we're so many yeah, layers. Sorry, there. I got very distracted. No, no, I, 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 di- I was guilty of this as well. So, I've killed all the kids, and then. <laughs> 
No. So Cinema 4, basically, you'd walk up, you'd walk up, and behind me was Cinema 7, and that's the big cinema, right? So that's the, like, straight behind me, that's where your avatars play, you know what I'm saying? That was the first to go digital for digital 3D. Cinema 7. Is that all the way at the back? No, that's directly behind me. So imagine that you come up the stairs or you come down. Right now I'm at Northland Cinema. But I... I don't know what the layout of Northland Cinema. All right. Do you want me to go back to the village you used to work at? I'm trying to build for you because both villages I worked at had a similar layout. So I'm trying to build that. I do know Northland. It's different to Northland. Okay. Okay. So what it is is you, this is hard to describe and I would draw a picture for you, but the listener needs to understand as well. It's very important. (laughs) And I'll tell you why it's important because the cinema... I can come back to this. Once, I, once I've established this for you, I can come back to how I think about this. So you come up, right? You come up the hallway. You've been to the candy bar. What have you bought from the candy bar, Vish? Um, is this five years ago when I was eating dairy or currently? It was when I was at the cinema. So, yeah, you're eating dairy. I get a chalky top. Yeah. Uh, I would get a choc top, vanilla probably. Call me boring, but it is the best choc top. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about a very vanilla film, so it makes sense you'd get exactly. a vanilla choc top. I would get a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was at the movies with someone, which I probably would be, because I've only ever seen one movie my whole life by myself in a cinema. Fun fact. That's really interesting. I went to the and cinema I, on my own last week. I would week. do it. I would do it. I just have so many people who want to join me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then we would split a popcorn. Yeah, great. Okay. So I have so my own chop top, my own Diet Coke, and I'm splitting a popcorn okay. with either a boy I might be on a date mm-hmm. or with a friend. So either a, a toxic chef type. Yes. Or <laughs> a, a bitchy old girl school person that you don't. <laughs> Those are the people in my life. Zach's right. I dated a lot of toxic chefs. And a lot of my friends are bitchy private school girls. So. And a lot of good private school girls as well. Yeah. I'm just painting a picture. <laughs> All right, so you walk up the hallway, mm-hmm. right, and there's uh, there's a boy, um, devilishly handsome, like a young Johnny Depp, oh. and then he goes on break he and then Chubby Martins? Zach walks up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You walk out the hallway. You weren't chubby when you worked at Villa. Oh, I've been up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up and down. Um, I worked at Village for a long time. So you walk up the hallway and there's a little lecture and there's a little, like, stand there and, and I, I'm wearing a little vest and I greet you. I'm like, welcome. You know, can I have you, see your tickets, please? All right. Then wh- how this works is... <laughs> this is the lamest shit I've ever said. Right. And then... And then directly behind me, right? Is Cinema 7. Is Cinema 7. So what it is is it's not uh, – you're not at the front of a hall when you come to me. You're kind of at like a – A door. Uh, well, like an opening. And then the, the hallway runs at a 90-degree oh. angle to your – you've come yes. up. You've come down a hall. Mm-hmm. Not like a, a, like a cinema hall. You've come down. And then a 90-degree angle to that, you either turn left or you turn right. I've got it. Yep. Right? I'm, I'm there. Directly behind me, the wall behind me, is Cinema 7. Great. That's the big cinema. Yeah. That's Titanic. That's Titanic. That's Ben-Hur. That's, well, Ben-Hur was in the days of the single screen picture palace, but yes. But we're talking, yes. Yes. That's that's Ben-Hur. That's Godzilla. Yeah. Roland Emmerich's 1997 Godzilla. Yep. 
That's the Harry Potters. Beautiful. On week of release. Well, did you did you work during the Harry Potter releases? Many of them. Was yes. it full on? Um, trying to think of the most full on, most full on movies. Harry Potters would be Avatar. Avatar, Avatar was a slow burn, uh, but and I wasn't working during Avatar. I was just told about Avatar. Oh, okay. The thing about Avatar was here's an interesting fact about Avatar: <laughs> is uh, it was the earliest days. It had to be projected digitally for the three D, um, and everyone was seeing it in three D. And because it was the earliest days of three D, it could only be shown in a limited number of cinemas. Most cinemas had only converted one cinema to three D. So it played in one cinema. It played in the Cinema 7 mm-hmm. for months. Here's a fun fact, listeners. If you are hardcore Mission Zach fans, you'll remember Zach having told that story when back in recaps days. Did I? Yes, mate. You need to call me out like at the start of that story because <laughs> I get <laughs> shit on the Donner podcast. I've retold the same Heston Blumenthal fact <laughs> so many times that people now call me What's out on What's the fact? He's not balding. He shaves his head because it's hot in the kitchen and now it's this look. But he's not balding, unlike every other bald man. You've also told that story on recaps. Yeah. (laughs) I tell it a lot. Go on. So behind me is Cinema 7, Mm -hmm. right? To the right Mm -hmm. is Cinema 8 and also the offices, but that's irrelevant. (laughs) Okay, yes. So to the right. Who's in the offices? Well, it actually depends. Because the offices are downstairs if you're at Gacham Factory, but if you're at Morwell, they're down that hallway. So in Morwell, what are the names of the people that you'd usually see in the office? The management. And there was a lot of managers. I was there for a long would time. You, could you go in there comfortably? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I would go to get my cash. Oh, okay. So if you walked in there, they wouldn't be like, Zach, what are you doing in here? They'd be like, hey, do you need, uh, <laughs> do you need your float for the candy bar? Yeah. And I'd say, no, I'm working floor today. And then they'd go, oh, okay. Well, just sign in and, and get started. You're 15 minutes late, by the way. So don't do that again. I'll be like, I'm sorry. And I'll be like, okay. Also, you smell. <laughs> Cinema 8 is to your right, my left. To your right is Cinema 8. Cinema 8 is... Okay. I will I will pay someone to draw what Zach is describing, by the way. <laughs> this is so fucked. Uh, this description? Yeah. It's too detailed. No, it's great, but it's so detailed that someone could literally, not knowing Morwell Cinema, draw a floor plan. Mm. And that's what I want. Hmm. The challenge is, so the... Cin- Give Zach what he wants, <laughs> listeners. Give cinema Zach what he 8 wants. is... Uh, quite a small cinema so, in both Morwell and Jam So is Factory. that the movies that have been out for a long time? Yes. That's yeah. where I would think you're seeing a Harry Potter after two, um, months. two months, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like it's still playing because yeah. there's still smatterings of people, but that's a cinema eight, okay? Then you've got a cinema six. Next to eight. No. Eight's a very short. Tiny cinema. Short hallway. Yep. There's not much down. There's not much to your right. Okay. To your left is really where C- this is the money c- is made. <laughs> to the left is Cinema Town. <laughs> uh, so next to Cinema 7 yeah. is, what do you think it's going to be, Mish? I reckon it's going to, well, okay, so we've had eight, we've had six. No, we haven't had six. You just said six before. Yeah, it's to the, yeah, oh, that's so it. Six. <laughs> What colour are the walls? Oh, I can't remember. 
whatever, red probably. Oh, cute. Uh, Are there pictures of of superstars on the walls? No, they got rid of the pictures of superstars. That's more 90s when they were really getting behind. I loved that. My favourite thing in the world was Jam Factory had this wall of celebs. I know it, yeah. And they would have all the names of celebs. And and the funniest thing is it was made in the 90s. So there's an attempt when you're building a wall of celebs that's going to be around for 20 years to be timeless. Mm -hmm. So you go back to like your Audrey, there's like Audrey Hepburn and ra-da-da and like Mm -hmm. these and Marilyn Monroe. But then, like, like Norm Macdonald. <laughs> yeah, like Mal Gibson and <laughs> Julia Roberts. And they, they just picked – and it's like those people are still big. Yeah. But it's weird to put Arnold Schwarzenegger next to Clark Gable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like maybe Tom Hanks. Were you that little shit who used to, like, say who they were? Like when I, when I was I'm younger. still that little shit that says <laughs> – I've built an entire <laughs> side project so I this can tell big... my friend miss shit while people have listen. I don't know. This is um this might come as a big shock to you, Zach, but I too was that kind of little shit <laughs> who would like be like, I know who this is, I know who this is, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Especially no. the oldie ones, because I was really good at those because I'm sure I've told this story before. But my mum like jammed MGM musicals That's, down no, my you throat. Did. I don't think you have. Or I have forgotten and I have bad memories. So. My mum, fo- like, essentially forced me from a very young age to watch every MGM musical made before 1960. So you're talking like the old... Old classic That's Entertainment stuff, yeah. Wow. So, I haven't seen many of them. To I've the seen point Singing where, in the Rain, but that's about it. To the point where when I was like 13 years old, my special subject for any kind of like quiz show would have been MGM musicals before 1960s. I'm probably a bit rusty now, but I'm still very good. Wow. Yeah. So Did I'd you s- watch the like the reviews where there were just songs without stories yeah. or are you talking more? Really? Mostly the films, but my mum had all of them on VHS. Not all of them, but she had quite a few. But my grandmother really liked them too. So when I would stay with my grandmother, oh, we'd rent five weeklies for ten, but they were always like old MGM musicals. Like what are we talking? Throw out a few. Like the singing in the rains and stuff like that. Yeah. But we've also got your Brigadoons. We've got your Summer Stocks. Wow. Yeah, we've got Annie Get Your Gun. All of those old musicals. Um, That's amazing. I, yeah. I, um, and here's a fun fact. Shirley Temple was never in an MGM musical. Because she, Param- she was owned by Paramount. So really they And they wanted Shirley for Wizard of Oz. They wanted her really bad, but they couldn't get her. So I've seen all the Shirley Temple musicals as well because my grandmother really liked those too. Wow. But they were never MGM. Um, anything with Ava Gardner, Ann Miller, Fred Astaire, Jean... I, I said Jean not. Hackman. <laughs> Gene Hackman, Fred Astaire. That's very funny. Um, I, was, I did not know this about you. That's yeah. really great. It's my, it's like, it, you know how you're like really into zombie films? Yeah. That's, it's kind of like that. And it's, I, I'm really glad for it now because like I know all this bullshit about like Mickey Rooney, but um, that was what my mum, my mum awesome. was really into them. So I used to like. I love Singing in the Rain, but that's pr- Singing in the Rain and maybe West Side Story. And that, West Side Story is more contemporary than yeah. what you're talking about. No, West Side Story is de- like every, before West Side Story. West yeah. Side Story was kind of a shift to naturalism. The guy who played the the head of the sharks in the West Side Story was in a smaller film, although it probably wasn't that small when it was made, which would have been like late 30s, early 40s, called Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. 
I know about this musical about like how it, yeah yeah it's very funny. Yeah. Oh, there's a thing on TikTok about like what's your bad feminist take, and there were people that were like, yeah. I really like Seven Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Um, oh well, that's my bad my bad feminist take is that I'm really into a lot of those movies where um, men yeah. slap women who are crying. Steal them and, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. That's yeah. a really interesting fact. Yeah, because um, yeah, singing in the rain is probably. Like, I know about them, but I really haven't seen many of them. I'll get you into a couple of really good ones. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, I made uh, Annie watch um, the, you know, Quentin Tarantino, how he has a cinema in LA? Yes. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. The New Beverly. Um, I, we went and watched Singing in the Rain at the cinema. And it was really fun. Yeah, it's it was so really, much fun. And it's great to watch on the cinema. It's like there, like that's a phenomenal film. Like, mm. oh yeah, he, he, he's he's like an athlete. Gene but Kelly. Gene Kelly. Yeah, but so is Donald O'Connor. Yeah, the one who can run up walls. Yeah, it's like the yeah. Matrix. It's yeah. literally. I'm pretty sure the Matrix. Well, how funny is it as well that now, like, what is sexy is this is such. Oh my god! Now, what is sexy for 15 year old girls is 15 year old, 15 to 18 year old boys on TikTok doing shitty dances and kissing their biceps. But back in the fucking 40s and 50s, it was men who could tap dance. Yeah, it was the same. Like, it was the sexiest thing. Was like if you were a good tap dancer. Then you were fucking set. And one of the things with Judy Garland that MGM had such an issue with and that Hollywood had such an issue with was that she was so talented. She was this amazing singer and she could act beautifully, but she couldn't dance. Yeah, wow. But they like the, everyone wanted her in movies with Gene so Kelly and work. Fred Astaire, so they had to make it work. But she wasn't a dancer, whereas Gene Kelly was like... Ridiculous. Like ridiculous. Like it, ridiculous. It, it's literally when you watch that, like... I, I think I heard somewhere once that um, who's the director? Uh, like a really, it's a funny one. The guy who did Transformers. Um, I have no idea. Transformers and like Bad Boys and you're better at this than me. Oh come on! He's he's there'll be listeners that are like oh like shouting his name. It's silly how I can't think of his name. And he did Armageddon. He's like the dumb action director. I have absolutely no idea what you're Michael talking about. Michael Bay. Oh, Michael Bay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard that one of Michael Bay's favourite films or a film that he takes a lot of reference from. I think it's been kind of twisted. I think it, like he watched. But one of his big influences is West Side Story. Um, huh. And it's really interesting because at first you're like, oh, that's crazy. And then, and, and I've talked about musicals and action on yeah. this podcast, but like, and I think I've said that fact, oh my God. But, <laughs> but you really see it, particularly when you watch the relationship between action and musicals I've talked about in terms of the rhythms of the storytelling, mm. action sequence and songs are kind of interchangeable in terms of what they do for story. Mm. But also like the particularly the dancey ones, like the focus on the body mm. and like the, God, I sound like a feminist uh, film student. <laughs> the focus on the body. The focus on the male body, like mm. the the like muscularity of Gene Kelly. Mm. It's the being able to dance like that without looking like you're trying. Like, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, Fred Astaire was particularly good at it. At the not trying. As in like the looking like you're not trying. Do you yeah, know like, Fred Astaire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Fred Astaire um, was a bit older than Gene Kelly, but they were the two hot. That was Leo and Matthew. Yeah. Like, 
back in the day. And Fred Astaire had this amazing ability to look like he wasn't trying. Yeah. Like it was the easiest thing. He could hold conversations while he's doing like the most ridiculous stuff. That's and incredible. he would dance heaps with Ginger Rogers. That was his dance partner for a very long time in a bunch of movies because they'd just churn out movies back then. Yeah, so there was yeah. a series of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers movies and he would get all this credit and Ginger Rogers did exactly what Fred Astaire would be doing but backwards. Yeah, that's what they say. That yeah. The women, the men got all this credit and the women did the same thing but backwards and in heels. And she, when she famously says as well, like, Fred Astaire was so hardworking she would go home with bleeding feet. Um, thingy, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, the uh, actress said the same thing about Gene Kelly. Um, which one? Uh, the actress in, um, in Singing in the Rain. Uh, Debbie Princess Leia's mum. Debbie Reynolds. (laughs) Debbie Reynolds said the same thing. Like, he was like a monster, apparently. Like, a monster in how hard he, like, pushed. Jesus Christ. In how hard he pushed. Yeah. <laughs> but you see it. I mean, mm. you really, like, but like you said, the running up the walls and shit mm. in, in, in that. Yeah, wow. That's a fun fact about I'll send you. Yeah, there you go. I'll send you, um, not you listeners, unless you ask for them and then I can send you some I'll stuff I'll do a too. post. Tell me by posting it on our Instagram. All right, sure. Um, <laughs> I will send you some of my favourite bits and pieces. But yeah, no, that's just, I don't know why I haven't mentioned that before, but I guess that that's like, that was my first big introduction to cinema. Fun yeah, fact. that's great. And I've revealed it on the Regarding Henry podcast. Yes. Um, but no, like you know a lot about zombie films and you took a particular interest in those. Yeah, yeah. I've always had, because it was forced upon me as a child, but I've always had an interest in early MGM musicals. Yeah. That's very fun. That's a really interesting yeah. thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So you turn left from Cinema 7 and there's Cinema so 6. So you turn left. Cinema 6 is also big. It's not Cinema 7 big, but it's mm-hmm. it's pretty damn big. Yep. Cinema 6, for reference, um, would <laughs> also be playing uh, would also be playing Titanic. Oh, okay. So, so far we're saying that Cinema 7 and Cinema 6, they're your big boys. They're, the, they're your big boys. And, and uh, a film as big as Titanic, you might get, for a cinema, you might get two reels back mm. when it was... Um, physically projected, mm-hmm. you might get two um, sets of it because it was a physical thing that mm. you got mailed on the Monday and then you mm-hmm. stitched it up. And, and um, so you would get that. You might get two, but that would be the absolute most you'd get at our cinema, right? So back then there was a real limit to how many times a film could play. Does that mean that you could play Titanic at 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock even though the 2 o'clock session hasn't finished yet? Yeah. Great. Love that for, love that for more well. Yeah, but yeah. Rare, that's rare. Usually, if a movie is three hours long, mm-hmm. it that limited. That's why it was such a surprise that Titanic made so much money because it was three hours long, and that limits the amount of times it can play in a day because there's only one, mm. like, f- reel of it. So of Cinema thing. Six essentially has its fingers crossed that you're getting two reels. Cinema Six is uh, crossing your fingers. This is an irrelevant piece of information, but some they did have the ability at a stretch to string the film from Cinema 6's projector, have it, like, carry... Because 
um, people imagine the bio box, the box mm-hmm. upstairs, to be a separate room per f- cinema. It's actually its own hallway above the hallway I just mentioned. One so person, they could play from Cinema 6 straight into Cinema The film seven. would, like, reel through and, like, trundle <gasps> along the roof and then also project in Cinema 7. Morewell Cinema, you cheeky bitch. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So where's 5? Five? 5. I don't think five's ever going to be useful for you. Five's medium. So is that where Regarding Henry is? No. No. I think Regarding Henry... Are we talking that Cinema 5 now is more like a Colin Farrell film? Uh, Cinema 5... Cinema 5 is week three of Harry Potter. Oh, okay. You know, Cinema 5 is, yeah, like a Colin Farrell sort of action if... You've got a Titanic or a, a yeah. big... If you've got a Spider-Man out that yeah. week and you've also got a Colin Farrell film, you're probably putting that in a five or maybe a six if, you know... Great. If, if, Colin, if, if Colin Farrell's lucky enough that they only got, you only got one reel of the mm. Spider-Man, one, yep. you know. So that's what five is. Five is like your... So is this hallway all the cinemas are on the same side or do it, is it like four to the left, five to the right... Okay, so, yeah, no, that's a great question, Mish. <laughs> that's a really good question. So what you've got is, uh, so you, you come up to me, you turn left, all right? Yeah. Um, and basically you walk down, the first cinema to your left is cinema one. I thought this was the first cinema. Hold on. You just said the first cinema to your left. Yeah, no, I understand. It's cinema you're, six. You've already turned left. Yeah, I, I understand the issue here. Okay, yeah, and that's why we're going into such detail. Hmm. So, okay. We can stop here. N- no. <laughs> I don't think we can. So you're, you have to go have all to the way to one. This. I think I have to finish this. You've Mean, come- meanwhile, there's candy bar downstairs. You've, you've come into the... So, he, all right, so you come up. Behind me is seven. Stairs or escalator. Uh, well, oh God, are we talking Morwell or are we talking Jam? Morwell, we've been talking Morwell since the start. I've been talking both. They, they, they're, they're pretty, pretty close, very similar. Well, I'm thinking Morwell. Okay, Morwell, uh, no stairs. Okay, there's some stairs up to the door of the cinema, and then, and then there's a candy bar, and then you sort of turn down into the hall, and then you approach me, and then there's the hall of cinemas. Cool. Right, and you've just killed a bunch of cunts. And I've just killed a bunch of cunts. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hiding them behind a standee, which yeah. is those big cardboard Or you could posters. be hiding them in cinema fucking five. Yeah. Because no one goes in there. Well, people go to cinema five. You said it was like a fucking nothing cinema. It's a nothing cinema for purposes of illustration. So okay. the reason why I I'm saying I couldn't hide this... four dead bodies in there. You, I wouldn't confidently hide a dead body in any of the cinemas if I was going to hide a You'd dead body. You'd have to also cross the office with the dead bodies. Yeah, if I was going to hide dangerous. a dead body, and we'll get to the reasons why, I would hide it in either eight or four. Okay. <laughs> I would probably well, hide I it just, in four. I did realise that if you're trying to carry these dead bodies to Cinema 5, you're crossing the office where they're counting the float. They could very easily uh, see you. N- uh, no, uh, the office is down by eight. Okay. I thought the office was at s- next to seven. Uh, no, it's down by eight. <laughs> okay, sorry. So I knew I was building a bad image. <laughs> oh, that's right. You said at the Jam Factory the office was upstairs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I've gotten confused between Morwell and Jam Factory now. So, so no, the, the office is downstairs <laughs> okay. at Jam Factory. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Morwell, the office is 
um, to your right. So you guys, come if you're still with us, please comment on something. Hashtag Jam Factory or more well. <laughs> hashtag. So many people have dropped off at this point. <laughs> I know, I know. This is purely for us now, and you don't even. And I don't think it's for you. (laughs) This is purely for you. I'm giving you this gift. No one else is listening. Hashtag Jam Factory or Morewell. But I'm 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 doing all of this to make a really good point. I promise you. Is it about regarding Henry? Yeah. It right. is regarding gonna, regarding Henry. I'm just going to let you keep going then, and I'm not going to interrupt. Uh, trust me, it's a really good point. But you need to seek clarity. If I'm being unclear in my description, yeah, I, it has to be clear. You have to understand the layout of the cinema for my point okay. to work. But you also have to tell me why you would hide a body in eight or four. Yes, and we'll get to that. But I think we should get to the regarding Henry point first. Okay, so you walk up. I'm there ripping tickets, right? Yeah. To your left. Yeah. Right? You turn left, you start walking down the hall. Does this make sense? Yes. You've turned like a 90-degree left angle into the hall of cinemas. Yes. Now that you're walking down the hall, the first to your left is Cinema One. Does that make sense? The first, now that you're walking down the hall, the first to your left is Cinema One. Yes. The second to your left is Cinema Two. Makes sense. The third to your left is Cinema Three. Yep. Then, then, this is where it might get a little confusing... The last to your right is Cinema 4. Okay. Does this make sense? Yes. Sort of uh, across so the hall like from three. it's kind of like we're counting in a U shape. Yes. Yeah, so of you turn That's around, not so that it's confusing. One, I'm not that. I'm not a two, dumb bitch. Three. No, but I think I, this is, I was confusing by telling you about seven behind me. Yeah, that was weird. So it's one, two, three. Then last to your right it's is four. four. Then, and then now you've gone. Now, now let's go back. To the start. We're walking back towards Zach. We're, we're back to Zach. Oh, we're back at Zach. All right. Now, now you walk up to me again. I'm just explaining again. You turn left down the hall of cinemas, all right, the one we, we've done the, doing the same move. Mm-hmm. The first to your right is Cinema 6. Yep. The second to your right is Cinema 5. Mm-hmm. The last to your right is Cinema, cinema 4. four. Come back to come back with me, Nish. Okay, back towards Zach. Back to Zach. Behind me, <laughs> yes, is Cinema Seven. Yes. Now back to Zach. Mm-hmm. You turn right into the hall. Yes. And just a little bit down the end of the hall, to your left, is Cinema Eight. Okay. Do we have an image of this hall? Yes. Why does Eight get a special spot? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Cinema Eight didn't necessarily show the best films. That's where you'd hide dead bodies. <laughs> because it, it, it's a la- later end Did you run. S- I saw a pair of panties there once. Bitch. Um, did you ever steal snackies from the candy bar? Oh, yes. So you're allowed to do that? No. But you would? I would have, like, little popcorns. Yeah. yeah. Little lollies from candy bar? I wouldn't. Do you know what my, my – where my – I'll tell you where my ethics lay, lay with uh, stealing food. It was if it was packaged, mm-hmm. I didn't take it. If it was like individually wrapped, I didn't take it. Mm. But a fountain coke, a bit of popcorn, mm. who's counting? Mm. The management, they were, and they'd be like, there's not enough popcorn. Yeah. And we'd go, tee hee hee. So everyone was doing it, it wasn't just Zach. Well, yeah, one guy, one guy um, got put, one guy like got um, suspended for two weeks because he had a Coca Cola after a busy couple of sessions. That's so rough. Is this at Morewell or Village? I'm not going to name names because I want to tell more of the story and it gets 
the guy that suspended him got in a bit of trouble for some other stuff and it was very like karma. Oh, I love that stuff. <laughs> it was I just love like, work dramas. Oh, it was and it was like So Zach It was good stuff. Now that you've built the cinema in our little mm. brains, the fuck's that got to do with regarding Henry? So Cinema 4 is all the way down the end of the hall. To the right. And it's very small. It's the smallest. Fitty people? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Like, okay. it's around that size. It, How big is the Lido Cinema, the one that we do, do, do our show? Like That's like 250? 200, 300. Oh, okay. So yeah. like a good quarter the size. That's small. Very small, right? It's the smallest. Mm-hmm. It's Like a Nova Cinema. Yeah. It's right. n- not quite Nova small, but very small for a village. I love Nova Cinema, and that says something because I had a mouse run across my feet once at Nova yeah. Cinema. Yeah, well, that happens. Yeah, but that's the that's the beautiful essence that is Nova People Cinema. People would always come out. I shouldn't say this, but cinemas have mice mm-hmm. because you're eating popcorn out of little paper boxes with holes in it. Cinemas have mice, and people always come out and they're like, there was a mice. There was a mouse. There was a mice. There was a mouse. And I go, what? Oh, my God, where? That was what you'd do. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, my God, where was the mouse? Oh, I'll get right on it. <laughs> Just like, of course there's a fucking mouse. Yeah. Stop trying to fight nature. Yeah. Like we're, dr- we're scattering savoury treats on the yeah. ground. Um, that's why the Asta has a cat. Traditionally, because oh. uh, it's old cinemas used to have cats because you catch them. That's so cool. You would just have a cat. You just have a pet cat that wanders around the cinema, catches the mice. I love that. And you can't do that in the big, like the big proper cinemas. It's a bit of a, mm. but it's like they would spend so much money on like just like they just had a, an exterminator. I think this is like an industry secret. <laughs> Lucky no one listens to this podcast yeah. and everyone gave up. Yeah, they would have like an exterminator on, mm. like on, you know how exterminators are like someone you call in when there's a yeah. problem? Cinemas would just have the exterminator on contract. Like every Monday the exterminator would come and do a round of trying to get rid of mice. Mice That's in so cinemas funny. is just a thing. And everyone would tell me like, you know, like you just did, like, you know, once in this cinema I saw a mouse. I'm like. Yes, cunt. You just saw them out. Yeah, it, there's a lot of mice. <laughs> it makes cinemas. sense, actually. I never thought about it like that. It's it's just a thing. Mm. That's why they have cats. Anyway, Cinema 4 is very small. 1, 2, 3 are quite small. Mm-hmm. 5 is medium. Mm-hmm. 6, 7, very, very big. 8, uh, let's go like medium, small. Okay. Halfway between small and medium. Four is the smallest. At both Jam Factory and um, Morwell, they were like very... Legitimate sounding rumours that it was haunted. They're like, yeah, a guy died in there and Cinema 4 is haunted because mm. it's the small one down the end of the hall. Like it's only the very last end of the run for a big movie, but usually it's just the small movies. Mm-hmm. The point, the reason why I've described this over 45 minutes mm. was to say, I don't think regarding Henry is a VH, straight to VHS sort of movie. I think it's more of a straight to Cinema 4 movie. Oh, my God. That's so fucked what you've just done. Oh, my God. Because you said it was like a straight-to-video movie. Yeah, I said that to start our conversation about regarding Henry and then you've spent – how long has it been? It's been like – yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, Yeah. talking about sometimes Morwell Cinema. Yeah. Sometimes Jam Factory. That's true of both cinemas. 
So I would say, but do you know what I'm saying? Yes, here? I know what you're saying. Like I would say, you, like regarding Henry, mm. well, that's straight to cinema three or four, maybe yeah. one and two, maybe one, one, two, three or four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's made me want to go to the movies though. Yeah. What you've just described has made me want to go see a movie. And it makes me want to go to one, two, three or four. It makes me want to go to an empty cinema. I watched. I watched oh, uh, my God. I love an empty cinema. I went and saw The Dry. Yeah. Very good movie. Empty cinema. I went and watched. It was, no, it was me. It was my partner and I. We walked into the cinema at Nova Cinemas. Mm-hmm. We sat down. We're like, fuck yeah. We're the only ones in the cinema. And then. We're going to have sex. That yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and then right as the, the as the as the fucking ads were always running the way. this couple come in and sit directly in the row in front of us when i went and, and I, we and we couldn't fuck <laughs> when i went and watched um me just quickly i would never fuck my partner in an empty cinema yeah, to be no, clear that's fair that's fair um when i went and watched um the star wars cartoon remember when they released the star wars cartoon at the cinema yes when I went and watched that, I watched it with some friends and we were like, oh, my God, it's going to be an empty cinema. Mm. Awesome because we can just chat because this is not a movie that, like, this is three episodes of a television show. Mm. And um, same thing. Mm. I was just like, this is going to be great. We can just put our feet on the seats and talk. Yeah. And then, like, and then the guy that came in, like, clearly looked like he just loved Star Wars. And I was just like, I, I don't want to ruin this yeah. for this guy. So. Uh, That's annoying. Uh, I also watched that Mark Wahlberg um, working at a bar, but then he has a crack at American football and then joins a team movie. I don't know what that is, but I think I've seen it. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> like it's one of those movies, I'm sure. It's a it's a straight to cinema, cinema two, cinema three kind of movie. Great. See, like I feel like I'm really, I think it's a valuable piece of like shorthand that, that we But that's now. also assuming that anyone who ever listens to this podcast has listened to the Regarding Henry episode through to the end. Well, we tell them to go back. Whenever I say, oh, I think that's a straight to cinema one movie. Go back to Regarding Henry. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back to Regarding Henry. Trust me, it's worth it. I think this is a valuable shorthand. Because we'll say, like, what are we watching next week, for example? Do you know? Do we know yet? No. No. Say, but, like, you'd go, just chuck me a movie we've watched in the last, uh, on this prop. Whispers in the Dark. Whispers in the Dark. Um, That's it. That's a cinema three. That's a cinema five on a good week. Ice Age. First Ice Age. First Ice Age. uh, That would be a seven or a six. Because it's holiday time. Because it's the holidays, it would be released during the holidays, and my God, that's a six or a seven, and that's a busy session. The sun is also a star. Four. Mm. Four or eight, if if at all, but four. Really? Yeah, that's straight to the... I think you are not considering the popularity of that film with young audiences. Okay, then three. It's not It's not getting to a five, a six, or a seven. You don't think so? No. I mean, I'm, no. What about Tu Wong Fu? Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, five. That was a pretty popular film. That's a pretty popular film. Probably a five, yeah. Yeah, like a chef, I think, could, could make What about it. The Counselor? God, it wants to be seven. Yeah, no, that's a one, two, and, or a three. That's a straight to DVD film. That's, oh, no, do you know what? Seven. That's the big cinema at Nova, but at a village, that's a one, two, three. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like that's... Um, that's what it is, is it's the big cinema at Nova for the first week and then a very quick downgrade to a mm. little, you know, like, oh, wow, that's not doing as well because of the reviews yeah, and yeah. stuff. They would have scheduled it for the big cinema and then, like, yeah. straight to the small cinema. Like, yeah. that's a really quick jump. <laughs> 
Anyway, this Pan's been, Labyrinth I, was Cinema 3. That's where I watched Pan's Labyrinth. I fucking love that movie so That's a much. Cinema 3, you know what I'm saying? One, two, three saying. is really where you're getting the good Del stuff. Del Toro movies seem to be going to three, I feel. Mm, uh, oh, Shape of Water, though, that would have been a seven. No, no, that's a one, two, or a three. Oh, really? You know, the, the Shape of Water was the Nova Cinemas movie. <laughs> yeah, so big cinema yeah. at Nova, but at a village or a Hoyts, it's in a one, two, three. You know, that's a they're, they're the good size. They're not tiny. Mm. They're good size, but they're. I hear what you're saying. Dread, I watched in cinema two, and then it went to cinema four pretty quickly. Quite this is sadly. great, Zach. Yeah. But I do feel we need to move on. To, to regarding Henry? Maybe. and uh, Well, no, moving on to what we have to do with the rest of our days now. <laughs> yeah, no, I have wasted the entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any final thoughts on regarding Henry before we give it a... a I have... Me? There's one thing I want to say about regarding Is it clear Henry. that that my thoughts on it being a cinema three or four movie? I 100% understand <laughs> what you mean by that. And I'm glad. You yeah. wouldn't have. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I thought I'm just the, the payoff... One, I'm the one who cops the shit in the DMs, Zach. <laughs> Did you read them? Don't read the DMs. I'm telling you right now, I promise you that at least 75% 75 of the people who started this episode aren't listening anymore. Yeah, that's fair. We've lost listeners, Zach. I never listen. I love big, long, rambling podcasts and not listening to the whole thing. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. This is the kind of – if, if, put it this way. Regarding Henry, this episode will always be the kind of episode you have on in the background while you're cleaning. Mm-hmm. 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 And, but what's important is we now have a – really what it is is I thought the punchline of how little I needed to tell you to convey my Cinema 4 point. Yeah. I thought that would be a better payoff. No, no, I think it was great. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought the idea of spending a really, really what long I want, time. I do want a visual. So if someone is willing to draw that, that would be really great for me so I can see the visual in front of me. I can rather. take you to Jam Factory. We can go watch a movie at Jam I'd Factory. I'd love to do that, actually. That'd be really nice. Yeah. I have one thing to say about regarding Henry yeah. that I do think is important, that I do think is a, a, a really, 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 like, important thing to note in our podcast. Mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. and maybe I could be proven wrong, this is the last of the Baby Legs movies because I think the year after was Whispers in the Dark, which was Sexy Luigi. So do you think he was Baby Legs in this film? Absolutely. That's, he was not Sexy Luigi in this film. Oh, look, I, it was so quick. I it need to fleeting. actually go back. It was fleeting, at- but it's Baby Legs. It's very, very Miami Vice. It's baby legs. Here, I'm going to show you a quick photo that I say. Yeah, no, because I'm like... That's I, him there. Oh, yeah, that is baby it's legs. It's baby legs. But the following year, we have Whispers in the Dark, which both of us, along with our very good friend Ree Down, discussed as one of the sexiest movies ever made, ever in history. I've just decided, Mish, that you're... Because you, you're going to get back into writing soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a great writer. You, you wrote a play. And I, I've just decided you should write a sexy thriller. I'd Bring ma- back I'd, the sexy thriller. I'd write an excellent sexy thriller. I think you should write a sexy thriller. For cinema? Maybe start it for stage. That's easier to get it up. I could do a great stage sexy thriller. Oh, that'd be really fun. Would you direct it? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm not going to commit, but, you know. <laughs> Bring me the script and we'll sure. see, see if we can make it work. Zach, how many leg Starmos do you give regarding Henry? Um, he's hardly in it. I know. But he moves the plot forward. Yes, he does. He shoots Indiana Jones in the head. But I liked the movie a lot more before he shot him in the head. 
Same. <laughs> I re- I will say I really, really was enjoying the film up until he gets shot in the head. I agree with you. Because it's like it's really interestingly written. Very 1991. Very 91, but also like really like some of the most efficient character setup I've ever seen. Mm. Like it comes in it comes in on his the last bit of his closing statement of mm. a court case. You know nothing about the court case. You know nothing about the people like that that are being he's but you know everything. Like he's victim blaming, he's He's, um, you know, even though there's no one saying this about him, mm-hmm. you know that he's doing a bad thing. Yeah. And then, like, he tells off his, it cuts to, like, the after work drinks and then it cuts to him telling off his daughter about something and then it cuts to, and it's really, really good, efficient, like, character yes. setup. Some of the best I've seen, I would say. Some of the best you've seen. <laughs> Some of. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, well, I mean, we had a lot of story in the first 20 minutes I and yet it wasn't rushed. Yeah, no, it makes a good point. It, it good was point. like a master class in how to show, not tell. Yes. I knew everything about him and his world. Like when he goes out for dinner with the friends and there's like a, like there's just like one moment where he's like, you really got to buy a boat. And it's like, oh, they're fake friends. Oh, they're this, they're this, they're that. You know everything about his Yeah, situation. you know he's a rich cunt without him being like, hey, I'm a rich cunt. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's so well done. He built I, a relationship with his daughter really well because him and his daughter have a really hostile relationship. But then when he gets shot in the face, the daughter... That likes him again, and then they. There get was a lot to well. talk about. I'm so sorry about the whole of cinemas thing. No, that's fine. Because there's a lot. Like the, it's really. <laughs> what I'll say one thing, it's really weird, how much this is like a redemption arc story, right? Mm-hmm. And, he, like. You, I think he's still on a long road to recovery by the end of the film. Oh, yeah, he's got ages to go. And, like, everyone's like, oh, he's good now. And it's like this guy is still, like, struggling to, like, talk. Mm. He's got such a big journey to go. And, like, like this movie, it's so it's, – it's one of the ultimates in the um, – uh, like, what's that phrase? There's a, there's a saying in filmmaking now about, like, uh, with us, not about us or, like – if if ever no you idea. tell a story about a minority or someone with a disability or you need people in the storytelling team that have lived that experience yeah, yeah. to it's like got some ultimate like not much research. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I might be wrong, but no. it doesn't feel like No, 100%. It feels really like uh, You get a very 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 good feeling of this film by watching the trailer because Zach yeah. and I did uh, rent it on YouTube. Um legitimately there was nothing illegal. Um, but you can watch the trailer. You get a very, very good feeling about what this movie is about. It's just very, like, inspiring, but it's also, like, for who. Mm. And, and like, it's... Um, That's such a good point. It's inspiring, but who who for? Like, yeah. And, like, also... For, for dads that are cunts? Like, is that, who, is that their target market? Or is it for private school girls who feel a bit stuck? I reckon it's for the Annette Bennings of the world. It's for women married I to think men like that. I will say, like I've gone a little bit of a rant, I think that Annette Benning's character was so unrelatable. Yeah, she was a little like. She was so unrelatable. There was no, like it was one of those kind of like woman, sorry to go on this rant, but it no, was one of those kind of like rants. a female character written by men. Yeah. It's like she, like so at the start she's with Harrison Ford for his money because 
Who wouldn't be? He's rich and powerful. Oh, my God, there's so much I wanted to say about this movie. And so you sorry. You can talk. It. You can talk. No, this can't be as long as Super Mario Brothers. We've got – let's give ourselves another 15 minutes. These, these, I love – if you're feeling it, let's keep going. Okay. Um, the Annette Benning character, so his wife. Firstly, Annette Benning. Fucking love Annette Benning. Annette yeah, Benning is the she's, she's the tit. But this character, I couldn't relate to this character at all. The start, she's with Harrison Ford clearly for his money. She's clearly having an affair – yeah, she because she's on the phone to someone calling him baby or something like that. She's clearly having an affair because Harrison Ford's a cunt. She's also a bit of a cunt though because she's having an affair and like she just seems like a little bit like rolling her eyes at her life, but yet still stays in that whatever. Then he gets shot in the face, and she like nurses him back to health or whatever, and finds a new love with him because this new Harrison Ford that has like post bullet to the face is like this really lovely dude and she's like willing to give up her whole life or whatever. But then it gets revealed that she's had an affair and she feels really bad and she cries and she, it was just I, I just couldn't I couldn't relate. And also she was all for sending their daughter to what looked like a shitty private school, like a boarding school. Mm, mm. And it's so funny there's a scene right at the end, right 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 at the end where they show the daughter at this boarding school. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so unrealistic because it was just like a whole bunch of girls in the same uniform with little hats and the principal like talking over them about how shit they are. And then I realised that was literally six years of my life. Yeah. It is the most realistic depiction of a private school I've ever seen because I was just like had flashbacks to assembly where we'd all had to wear our blazers while like, you know, the the vice principal told us that we're all shit cunts because we didn't do up our top button, that kind of thing. Yeah. Very, very realistic. Anyway, I just didn't like the writing of the Annette Benning character. I also thought it was really shit. Love this. I also thought it was really shit yeah, go for that it. Um, Harrison Ford, post bullet to the face, finds out that Annette Benning was having an affair because he's obviously forgotten his life, but finds out that Annette Benning was having an affair and he's crushed. He runs away. He runs back to the office. He's so sad because his wife had been cheating on him before he got a bullet to the face. And then finds out that he was also sleeping with somebody, some beautiful lawyer that works in the um yeah. in the, in his offices or whatever. And so he goes back to Annette Benning and says I forgive you. Are you going to tell Annette Benning that you were also sleeping with someone else or is Annette Benning just going to live the rest of her life thinking that you are this wonderful godlike creature because you forgave her for having an affair when you were doing the same fucking thing yeah. with someone in your office. I thought it was shit. And we're meant to be like, "Oh, this relationship is so great now." No. No. No, the foundations of that relationship were incredibly unhealthy. Mm. I don't care if you have a bullet to your face and that you're no longer really into your money anymore, Harrison Ford, and that you have this little ethical moment when you run off and tell, like, all your secrets and your dirty lies and you have this little, like, redemption moment. What a fucking shitty thing. You find out you're having an affair... You find out that you were having an affair. I just assumed he'd, like, told her later. No, he didn't. He came in and he was no, just No, like, no, I just assumed that like, he was, like, later. He was like, oh, I think way. he kept it to himself I for the rest of their lives. He's nah. a pretty ethical guy at this point. He probably if he's was an ethical like, guy, he would have walked in and said to her, but I found out I was also sleeping with someone else. We're both in the bad. Let's try and work through this together. Instead, he was just like, I, I, lit- I forgive you. No, he Fuck walks you. in and he does the blowfish, blowfish line. What's that? Because that's what I really liked that moment. But yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I really liked that moment. What did he say to her? So she goes, 
he uh, remember he like this is I'm a, I'm I'm a bit of a romantic <laughs> and also I don't mind underwritten females because I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know I I, I fully agree with you. I'll, I'll talk was, about that moment. It was the typical. It was the just the typical that from start to finish the wife was holding the husband back from whatever, mm. and I hate that underwritten female characters. And What's this is strange? A perfect example of it. And I realised it was from 1991, and I will stop now. No, no, you, you're welcome to. No, that's this, all. That's this all is I have our podcast, Mish and Zach. It's not Zach featuring me. I go on my rants, Mish. You are welcome to go on yours. And Thank I liked you. it. I thought it was very articulate. Thank you. Here's why you were wrong. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it was a strange right was how much time was given to her character, but mm. like. It, usually, an underwritten female character is a supporting character, but she's she's very she's like as in it as he is. Yes, but it's interesting because it's like it the yeah no I she think. is literally there to to br- like push Harrison Ford up and forward. But then, in a lot of ways, like his newfound disability is there to like inspire. It's it's lots of it's lots of there's lots of new yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's lots of like. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot you can't begrudge a film for being written in 1991. Yeah, but you, but you can criticize. Just so it that for sure. everyone's aware, if they ever plan on watching regarding Henry, uh, and, and Annette Benning was underused in this film for what she was, what she, what that character could have been. Yeah, it's amazing how many great actresses uh, don't like. It's a lot. It's funny. I remember I was talking to a guy once who was just like he was a young actor. I won't like go. It's not anyone you know. It's mm. not. I didn't know him through our circles. It was like randomly at a party and he was talking about he was just like like it was really gross actually it was like he was like I'm sure but he was like um like talking about all the great male actors and he was like and like he was like and Meryl Streep's not even that good he he it was really sexist and he was talking about how like everyone like pumps up Meryl Streep I, I can't remember the point I just remember like being like him saying like um you know basically there's more good male actors than female actors and it's like oh, yeah 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 Who's the fuck this No guy? you wouldn't know him I don't know him like it's just I remember this conversation and I remember just being like I I think the point I made at the time was like I think I made two thi- I said two things to him which was like one um one was uh there's less space. Like there are many, 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 many more great female actors than Meryl Streep, but they just didn't get the parts, mm-hmm. you know, and didn't get the work of course, yeah. to still be doing good stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, there's like 20 women that should be getting like parts mm-hmm. and Meryl Streep's only getting, but it's like Meryl Streep, there's not enough parts to go around. Yeah. And the other thing I said to him was like, because he loved Leonardo DiCaprio and he's, Leo's fine. You can like, like I'm not a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor. Mm. And I shouldn't be saying that because, you know, uh, who, like who knows what connection, you know. But, Are you saying that who knows if one day you'll end up on a yacht with Leo DiCaprio <laughs> <laughs> while listening to the Regarding Henry episode of your small side project from 2021? All I'll say and is. And he hears that and he's like. All I'll oh, say man, is Zach. you never know and I'm always a bit nervous saying anything bad about anyone. I'm not I've already I shat on Gretel Clean so much. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And that's very close to home like I could see her. The chances of you meeting Leo DiCaprio are very slim. I I agree, right? But 
I thought that with confidence. I've said some negative things about daytime, uh, about nighttime, about certain television hosts in the past, mm-hmm. and then there's been moments where like it's been floated with US publicists, hey, do you want to do that show? And I've thought, fuck, what podcast do I have to take offline? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's always best to avoid shit talking anyone just in case. I don't think I'll ever work with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do not get me wrong. I'm like hoping for a I'm hoping for a John Wood at best. I mean you already worked with Yeah. 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 That's it. I've hit my ceiling. Yeah, you're done. Um I'm just not a, I'm just not crazy about like I think that like kind of muscular mm. acting that like argh, the only there are actors that do it great I think Joaquin Phoenix does it amazingly so well but I think there's a lot of actors that like think that muscularity equals good acting especially a lot of young actors mm-hmm. that think like if they're like going for it then that's good acting and it's like if you in my opinion, if you notice the acting, mm-hmm. there's a good chance it's not good. You should walk out going, that was a great film. Mm-hmm. You should walk out going, that was a great character. If you're going, that was great acting, well, then it wasn't because you were thinking about the acting. Ooh. This is my opinion. I think that there are great method actors. There are great, like, intense actors, but it's... it's Like your Christian Bowles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also not really my taste. No. Like, I think Joaquin Phoenix is so good. Yeah, he's so good. That I, like, get on board. Mm. But it's not uh, my... Nicole Kidman. I wouldn't put Nicole Kidman in that category. I would. I think Nicole Kidman is fucking amazing. I think she's really good. I wouldn't put her in that category of acting, though. It's okay. We're all entitled to our opinions, (laughs) aren't we, Zach? (laughs) But no, that makes me worry I'm not describing the type of acting well enough then. What, because I don't agree? Because we disagree on something? No. Oh, no. No, no. It makes me worry that I'm not, um, that what I'm trying, because I, I don't think Nicole Kidman does what I, what I don't like. I, I don't think Nicole Kidman, it makes me think that I'm not describing what I'm saying I don't like well enough. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, because what I don't like is like, it's a certain masculine kind of like. Argh. Hugh Jackman. No. I'm very confused, Zach. There's method, method, like... Christian Bale. Christian Bale, 100%. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, 100%. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Uh, the the king of it, the big famous one. Um, because it is my name. And because of the nine. Um, yeah. Hello, Nicole Kidman. Um, um, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Method acting, like... Yeah. like because it is my name. Muscular... Mm. John Proctor. I'm an actor. Mm. You know, like, like that. Mm. Like, I don't think Hugh, Hugh Jackman or Nicole Kidman do that. Like, Nicole Kidman is like intense, but she's not like Nicole Kidman doesn't. Oh no, I was saying that Nicole Kidman is like Joaquin Phoenix in terms of being very brilliant. Yes. That's what I was saying. Yes. I'm not suggesting I... that Nicole Kidman is anything like This is Daniel why I continue to elaborate. <laughs> okay, cool. Sorry. I wasn't saying we disagree. I was saying I think you'd think I'm saying something All else. All right, and we're on the same page. Yeah, I love Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I just, Nicole, I was really confused. Because <laughs> We should wrap this up. I'm so sorry. Were you just... suggesting that I was saying that Nicole Kidman acts like a big burly man? So, so here was my journey, right? I was doing my little rant as as we do in the la- in the second hour of our pods. I was doing my little rant about um, 
Nicole Kidman. No, about like m- masculine male actors. And then you said Nicole Kidman and then I was like, oh, I think I'm not conveying my point well enough. Mm. And then I said, I don't think I'm conveying my point well enough. And you'd just done a big um, speech about like from a real feminist perspective and then you were like, oh, um, we can't disagree. And I was like, oh, no, I've said something sexist. No, 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 I didn't mean that. No, I didn't mean that. Zach <laughs> isn't sexist. <laughs> I want to make that really... We've talked for too long. This is what happens. This is what happens when the podcast episodes are too long. Is we both say too much. Uh, Zach, how many Leguistamos do you give disregarding Henry? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll say it. I can't remember. Can I... What was I saying about method actors? All I oh, want to fuck. say... I just want to finish the point at least. You were saying how you're not a big fan of Leo. Why was I saying that? Oh, yeah, because that cunt. Yeah. Anyway, and he loved actors like that. He was like, Leo's the best actor in the world. He was like, Leo's yeah. the best actor in the world. And oh, I was that like, right, the cunt that was like, women suck. And yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, he's the, be- he's the best actor in the world. And I was like, oh, clearly you have a very particular idea of what good acting is, and we fundamentally disagree on that. And if your perception of acting is tied to masculinity, mm. then, of course, you are going to think that men are better actors but you're wrong, yes. dude, because, like, imagine Nicole Kidman coming into a room and being like, I'm Virginia Woolf! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! I didn't mean that. Okay, we're on the same page. Anyway, so that was my point. That's what I said to him. I said that. I said, I said another thing about that. But I was just saying you've just raised a really interesting point that I wish I'd made to that boy six years ago, Yeah, which is on top of that, they didn't have as, like, they're working with shitter writing. Yeah, so many female actors were built to build up the male characters. Like, they've gotten, than, they don't have the. What's the arc? Yeah. They don't have the words to say. So, it's, of course. And when not, they finally do put a woman in a protagonist situation, like Whispers in the Dark, which was only made a year later, they just make her really horny and naked the whole time. Or a man. They just, like, like they do make her horny like a boy. <laughs> make her horny like a boy. Yeah, they yeah. just write themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Or they they're violent. They kill a lot of people. For the love of God. Two two leg was thumb. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. <laughs> that one was fucked. <laughs> this episode was fucked. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.